Listener Production. This is the Rush Hour with AB and Elliot's podcast. You know how um, we have a very good friend, Michael Morgan, yeah. of the show? Yep. Um, so he's got this run club that he's uh, he's started up. 445 Run 445 Club. 445 Run Club. Um, and he's been pestering you, Elliot? Yeah, I don't know why. I don't get up before the sun does. He's been pestering me. Has he asked you? Okay. <laughs> he knows better. <laughs> so today, I thought, throw the man a bone. I'll right. go to this run club. Right. 4.20, I set my alarm. Blaze it. Was, uh, <laughs> was, <laughs> Why do you waste this gear now, mate? This is like Monday to Friday. This is what I need from you. I'm not going to do that on a radio show. Why? Because it's inappropriate. I don't want kids in the car being that, like... That's the line. <laughs> Out of all the shit we've done, that's where your line is of, oh, we can't encourage kids that. They don't know what a reefer is. <laughs> Dead set. I don't want to be that guy. Okay, I'm a good influence. Yeah. I'm like you. You cheated on Except your book on club. the podcast. Anyway, yeah. keep going. Yeah. Uh, so I woke up early, got to this thing. It is 4.45 in the morning. I'm still half asleep when I roll up yep. to the meeting point. It's 4.50. Yep. I'm like, it's no Michael. Were there any there? 4.50. Oh, yeah, there's yeah. plenty of people. Oh. No one I knew. Yeah, okay. 4.55. 5 o'clock, we start running. He didn't turn up. He didn't show up. What was a, his uh, missus there? Bray? No. <laughs> his oh. sister-in-law was there. Because I was going to say, maybe he's got it, like, they rotate with the kids. Uh, they must, because... But neither were there. Brianna, Morg, and, yep. and Michael were not there. The sister-in-law was there, <laughs> though. Fair, Natalia was there. Morgs is one of those big dogs. He's just the face of things. He can say, like, there's a billboard in Townsville that I saw once that he's, like, is for some lawyers, and it's mm. just him in the picture as well. He has no <laughs> idea. Adding credibility to the business. Uh, I'm, Michael Morgan's here. I'm never going to whack <laughs> Bree because his wife is nice. She sent me a really not long, nice list for a, a trip to New York that I, yeah. I so passed from me. Yep. Morgo... You're an ass nugget because honestly, <laughs> yeah, that's the insult we're using today. Well, he is a hemorrhoid. <laughs> He's a great hemorrhoid. He is one of the great oh, hemorrhoids of this state, mine and all of Queensland's. Because <laughs> come to the run club, you won't know yourself. Think of all the things you achieve, and he doesn't even turn he didn't up. Show up. So well, out of protest, anyway. I'm not going next Friday. Do you know what? <laughs> In 2024, though, let's just add him yeah. to our picture. Never have him on the show or anything. <laughs> Just I give us that. a level, give us a level of credibility and just say, and Michael Morgan. Why don't, that actually great branding. Why don't we just get rid of our names from it? We'll just yeah. call it the Rush Hour QLD and put all the famous <laughs> photos of people. But even if we've only ever had them on once. Once. Yeah. Yep. Who's the most famous person we've had on? Do oh. we have Elmo? <coughs> no, we had um the other one. Who's the other one? The cookie um, monster? No, Rose the Oscar. bloody one Big from Bird? Brisbane. Big the one Bird. from Brisbane. Not Sesame Street. Oh, Agro. Yeah, we had Agro on. <laughs> Is he the most famous? No, I would say like no. Jimmy Barnes or something. Who's the most famous person we've had on here? Oh, yeah. That's a good We question. have Nickelback together? No. Okay, I did that, that at a previous me. time. Um, oh, Rob Thomas. I did that solo. Oh, yeah. He's pretty big. Matchbox yeah. 20. Yeah. I just, yeah, I don't know. Like international fame, I guess. Yeah, probably Rob yeah. Thomas. Well, who else? What do you mean? Stello? Well, I'm going like if we went Australia, like oh. s- someone like I would say Gordon Tallis is a bigger nationwide star than Rob Thomas just yep. for Australia. 
Fair. You know I, mean? I would say, though, the cricketers are the most famous people oh, in the whole world. Yeah. So we had Steve Smith. Steve yeah, actually, we had yes. Steve Smith. Let's That's put right. him on our poster. Rashi <laughs> Akuli. With Michael Steve Morgan Smith. and Steve Smith. Batting. We've got, um, who else? Yeah, Howie from oh, the greatest podcast. We'll Howie's on, on a bit, there. yeah. No, Del can be there. Brad Haddon was Carlson. there as well. Yep, the, the comedian Ursula Carlson put her on there. Um, the, the army guy the other week, he was funny. Oh, yeah, Jared Goundry. The, the bloody, the, uh, the, who's the clown guy for the rodeos? Oh, Matt Merritt. Yeah, put him He's on the big, yes. Uh, put our steer wombat on the poster. <laughs> Just don't put us on. <laughs> yeah, that's the key thing. On no one's really radio that show. I love <laughs> it. You know what we could do is we'll just be. This is very radio terminology, but the person that pushes the buttons and normally comes as the first person out of a song, you call them an anchor. Mm-hmm. So they're the first person that says Triple M's Rush Hour. Blah blah. That's you. What we could do is A, B, and I just rotate that with all the guests. So oh yeah, we'll go day on day off. I'll no, work we don't three have a budget days. to pay these people. Like Steve Smith's not going to be like, hey, yeah, we'll cool. pay him in oat milk or whatever he sells these days. <laughs> I'll do three days one week, you do two, and then we just rotate the roster. Uh, Luke, you're always here, sorry. <laughs> okay, cool, thank you. You don't get a choice. Yeah. Do I get paid the same? Sure. Yeah, okay. I'm not Bloody the boss. hell, lock yep. it in. Perfect. All right, Big Boss Blair, sucked in. <laughs> this is what we're doing. The Rush Hour QLD with everybody <laughs> in 2024. They, they can go on the Tiny Towns road trip for us. I reckon we do no. say to people, though, just use, if, you, if you're ever in doubt about your business, just put yep. Michael Morgan's photo on it. Mm. He won't check yeah. <laughs> or come along. Yeah. <laughs> He'll have no idea it's happening. I always thought he missed out on a good bit because those that don't aren't footy watchers, he retired from rugby league before he was 30. because Medical retirement. Yeah. I always thought he should have been the face of a retirement home. Like, retirement doesn't have to be boring. Just ask Morgo or something like that. Um, anyway, uh, show to, we had a lot on today's show, Luke. We did have a lot on today. Um, we gave away more of our, our steer, Wombat's. Uh, Wombat the steer's poo. Three lots of his poo. Every Friday we give away some poo, yep. which is great. Um, and after that we had uh, Jamie Seymour. Professor out of JCU. Profe- Professor Jamie Seymour. Can't believe the answers are cool still after Mozzie this long. Season. Well, I thought this is the most intelligent one we had. Yeah, I would say Thank so. you. I bought it to the table, so. You did? <laughs> Dear friend. I was saying as a team, but if you want to take the credit, that's fine. I'll remember that. Yep. <laughs> We're not a team anymore. Um, We're just Michael Walker. True, true. <laughs> what else did we have? Um, schooly stories. One oh, really yeah. wholesome one from a bloke. That's right. Far out. Forget his name. He was. I think he lives in Townsville, though. I'm pretty sure he lived in Townsville. Craig. Was it Craig? No, Neil. Terry. Gotta look it up. Um, it was Neil. Wombat, the World Cup predictor. That is our steer in Serena, Australia, India, Sunday night in the cricket. Uh, as is always, he predicts the big sporting events for us. Aussies or India, you'll find it in the podcast. Who's he's two backing. from two. Yeah. Could he be three from three? If he goes three for three, is he like we muck around? He's an oracle. He picked the NRL, Surely. AFL, Grand If he gets three. Well, I, I looked it up, yeah. and there's one animal, I think it's a parakeet, right. who predicted four successful World Cup games. Okay. So if we get him to four, right. I think that's when we're Officially like in oracle psychic. territory. However, there's always a shit version of everything, so we just yep. say he's just not that good of an oracle. Well, what's the next <laughs> next big one? It'll be the Australian Open, I reckon. Yeah, oh, yeah. Jan. In, in January. Or the Test Cricket. If, well, yeah, no, test. well, no, no. We're, we're playing Pakistan, the we West Indies. We should win that, shouldn't yeah, we? Yeah. Um, but I, w- I would suggest, yeah, if, if we can get him to do the Australian Open, either yep. men's or women's, women's well, final. Well, because aren't the, the duopoly back again? Oh, yeah, the cock and the nick, or yeah. whatever it's called. Oh, nick Special cock. K. Yes, yeah, that's the I'm that's keen name. for Cockinarchus and Kyrgios. <laughs> yeah, I bet you Just are. cut the Narcus out of that and put it on a promo, please. <laughs> anyway, enjoy this. <laughs> this is Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot. Who gives a shit? 
Now, we own a steer. He is gorgeous. He lives in Serena. He only costs us $12, by the way. At Wombat the Steer on Instagram, by yes. the way, if you want to check him out. He's actually joining us later on the rush hour for something completely different. But right now, he has magical poo. That's all you need to know. When you put his manure on your plants anywhere in Queensland, they grow so much better, so much healthier, so much more colour to them. One triple three five three. if you want to score yourself a batch of this limited edition. Well, I suppose it's not. As long as he lives, it's not limited edition. This ongoing. It could end at any time, though. You don't know medical conditions. He might just stop pooing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway, oh one triple three five three. You just got to beat myself or AB in a quiz, which has proved not to be difficult. We're going to Cairns. Gavin, thanks for joining the Rush Hour. Tough choice. Uh, would you like to beat AB or myself? Uh, I think I'm going to try and beat AB. Okay. Every single week, man. I actually have not had. A I went to university, yet. Gavin. Yeah, but uh, Elliot's a uh, Cairns boy. Yeah. Oh. yeah <laughs> doesn't make you. him sharper. Up you, Gav. Um, all right. <laughs> like in a nice way, not... He yeah, made, that was a great thing. Just so FYI, he <laughs> made producer Luke type the word chauffeur for him before because he wasn't sure how to spell it. Didn't know it was a CH, Gav. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, let us go. The quiz starts now uh, and we'll go to you, Gav, first up. Uh, the Red Wedding, Gav, is a famous episode from which TV series? That would be Game of Thrones. That is a thousand percent correct. correct. Respect for Gavin. Still haven't recovered from that one. One of the great episodes. Yeah, thanks for bringing it up again. Oh, it was a bloody good episode. Uh, AB, is beetroot a fruit or a vegetable? Ooh. That's not an answer. A vegetable. That is correct. Uh, off to you, Gav. Oh, Mount Vesuvius? Vesuvius. Mount Vesuvius is famous for erupting and destroying what Roman city? Pompeii. Oh, you're a... He's intelligent. Yeah. I knew that one as well. What Kevin. do you do for work, Gav? I'm a truck driver. Of course you are. Brilliant man. Smartest man in Queensland. Um, all right, AB, what does FBI stand for? Federal Bureau of Investigations. Oh, Thank you, TV. Uh, all right, over to you, Gav. How often does Halley's Comet pass Earth? 75 years. Oh, oh my gosh. Gavin. Do you, you want... know that, AV? No. I would have said once Gav? a year or something. You're sitting on a phone or? It was too quick to have Googled no. that. That was good. Um, all right. AB, Natasha Romanoff is the real name of which superhero? That's a good one because you hate superhero movies. Wonder Woman? That is 1,000%. Oh, oh. <laughs> Which means Gav Who is wins she, by the way? Black Widow. Duh. Oh, yeah, no, I wouldn't have got that. Come on, Scarlett, you handsome guy. She is. Still haven't seen the movie, Gavin. Honestly, I, I've seen some pieces of art in my time. <laughs> she is my Mona Lisa. Can I just say, what? other yeah. weeks they haven't been as de- deserving. Yeah. Gavin, we should send him a double pack dead set. This bloke is oh, intelligent beyond. Two lots of poo. Sorry, producer Luke. Ah, sure. He's the one that packages it up, not me. Um, <laughs> he Gav, has to put his hands in it. It's awkward. Gav, you, Bentley Park, just south of Cairns, you, you got like a big property there, lots of plants that you can use this manure for? Oh, I've got plenty. Yeah. I've got a good, yep. a good size veggie garden, yeah. 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 I All think right. Gavin's got to go on Millionaire or something. Should we give him three lots of poo? Can you... <laughs> Just chill. Three. Three lots of poo coming your way. Gavin Bentley Park, South of Cairns. This game always brings out the best people across the state, he by the way. He is obscenely intelligent. What a delight. On you, Gav. Have a wonderful weekend, mate. This is Animal Fiction with Jamie Seymour. 
Now, Professor Jamie Seymour of James Cook University, famous toxicologist who gives us this time very generously every week. I have to know, and this is sort of travelling into an insect or an animal that you probably don't work with as much, but very pertinent for Queenslanders this time of year. It's wet season in a lot of places, and I personally am noticing my arms covered in red spots. The mosquitoes are out and about, and besides being inconvenient, it can be pretty dangerous from Queenslanders. What do we need to know? Yeah, look, the short answer there is don't get bitten in the first place. <laughs> Easier said than done. Yeah, well, yeah, well don't go outside. The majority of the Don't go outside. Okay, noted. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, let me finish there. The majority of the problems for most of the mosquitoes that, that attack us usually bite early in the morning or late in the afternoon, so dawn and dusk. So try and avoid those times of the day if you can. Mm-hmm. So, you know, don't go out late in the afternoon and go, well, I'll have a beer and sit on the outside and be unprotected. That's that's a really bad move. The second thing that you try and do is, is some people tend to be more prone to getting bitten by mosquitoes than others. So find someone that's more prone to be bitten than you are, and they then become the sacrificial anode. And that usually comes about because people smell differently. Yeah. So, so I read once it was blood type. Is that correct? It's not necessarily blood type it's the smell so mosquitoes usually work out where you are by first up picking up co2 so you breathe out co2 and they go ah there's something over there that's a mammal and it's breathing out carbon dioxide great then when they get close to you then they use the smell of what's going on so um, often some spe- some species of mosquitoes for example eat you around the ankles and you'll you'll know that they only bite you around the ankles because they're picking up smell from your feet so if you've got someone with smelly feet, sit oh, next to them. That's why my partner gets bitten all the time. I wish that was a lie. Um, okay, a, right. A, a two-parter, I suppose, Professor Seymour. In your backyard, besides, you know, tipping out puddles of water, that kind of thing, what can you do to try and prevent as many coming in? Second to that is, are people aware enough of dengue fever in particular symptoms? I've only had it once, mate, and I had it so bad. I was in hospital for almost a month because I didn't know what it was for a really, really long time. Yeah, dengue and Ross River, I mean, they're, they're, they're hard to diagnose and a lot of, as you said, a lot of people don't realise they've got it until they're just so crook and then the doctors diagnose it. But if you go back to what you can do in your backyard, he said empty water containers and things like that. But what you need is lots of bugs and things and, and bats and insectivorous bats, spiders, spider webs, all those sorts of things, birds, they all eat insects. So if you're going to go around and snack all the spiders in your backyard and stuff like that, that's yep. bad. So you want to do that. So you want to want you know lots of birds and insects and things. Get rid of the water, and you know, there's there's not a great deal more that you can do. You know, other than just don't go out. You know, in the times when you will be bitten or put Aerogard or Reed or mm. some sort of protection on. That's that's the best way around it. For, for dengue fever and Ross River, though, are there you know early symptoms? All I, I was I was 15 years younger than now, Jamie. Mm. What I really remember is the fatigue in my body. I couldn't get out of bed, and I, and I I wasn't hungry either. Yeah, look, I think it varies a lot from person to person. So, yeah, and it depends on whether it's Ross River or Dengue, but it it can often be very difficult to diagnose. I think they've now got ELISA tests, so they'll take blood tests and they can take it from that. But it's not unusual for someone to have Dengue or Ross River and just feel, like, lethargic and just don't feel well and Mm. aches and pain. 
And it's like, oh, I don't know what's going on. And it just progressively gets worse. And they end up at the GP and the GP goes, right, yeah, you've got Ross River or Dengue. And, and I, 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 thankfully, I've never had it, which is great. But, yeah. you know, I certainly know people that have. And it's like, oh, that's one of those those diseases I do not want to get. It, it just sounds and looks horrible. Yeah, it, it definitely. So I did lose about eight kilos. And I was particularly fat at the time. So I was thankful for that. That was about it. The hey, only positive. Congrats to all of us. That was a pretty serious science chat. You know what I mean? I feel like we didn't let ourselves down, Annabelle. We didn't defend his profession as much as usual, I feel. Jamie, did we feel like peers there? You did, you know? Yeah. I, I was impressed. I was impressed. Give him a PhD. Well done. All right. Can you do that? Can you give PhDs to people? No, I can't. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. But I would, if I could, I'd give one. Oh, that means everything. <laughs> Professor Jamie Seymour, the best in the business with animal life out of James Cook University. Always love catching up, mate. Have a great weekend. You too, guys. Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elias. On one triple three five three though now, and congratulations if any of them are listening. Mm-hmm. Schoolies kicking off tomorrow for our year twelve school leavers. Incredible effort. And a lot of people give you guys crap for being Gen Z or whatever it is and think that you're lazy. But you did it. You got through school, it's incredible, and you deserve a week off to enjoy it. We've all been there. And schoolies, it can be the best of times, it can be the most interesting of times. Very character building moments for yep. a lot of us. I went to the Gold Coast back in 2006 yep. when I finished school and yeah, it was a mental week. We had a hotel room that was next to some random guys that we didn't know and every single day of school is we'd wake up and this one guy would be asleep on the floor in our room and he would move to everyone's different rooms and throughout the whole week we are like... Who keeps letting him in? I don't understand. And he was like, oh, no, you know, make up a story. No, no, you guys, we got we got on the piss last night and we continued on and, and I slept over. Anyway, got to like Thursday. I woke up in the middle of the night to him crawling through the window. He would like scale the building and come into our room because he Jesus. didn't have a bed in the other room. I mean, well played. Free comp for the week. <laughs> Uh, one triple three five three schoolie stories started apparently in seventy nine on the Gold Coast officially. Yep. Yep. Um, but I got three. Some of them you'll expect. First, I did get done for indecent exposure on the oh, first night. Of course, night. I did a wee in public and got done straight out. Actually, I went to Early Beach and they said I was the first fine of the whole week, which is not encouraged. But I did wear it as a badge of honour. Uh, I made friends, long term friends at the Red Frogs. They do the people yes. that go around and support you. A guy called Hans lives. Did they in, make you pancakes? Yes, Hans yep. lives in Mariba now we're still mates he has very good looked after me uh, but the one I don't think you'll expect is at schoolies I fell in love yeah there's a girl Didn't called, we all. a girl called Courtney but no lots of people went you know um, screwing around quite literally and whatever no I, I, I met a girl that we stayed with and we were staying at the same place and, and the whole week we were just having romantic cuddles and that's a worst waste I know, of the week I, I get that but I was we See, ended up dating my, for a while after. My love affair only yeah. went for two or three days, and then I was actually on the cyclone, you know, the ride on the Gold Coast that no. jumps up in the air, and oh. I saw him scootering with another girl. Oh, better. <laughs> That's all right. I moved on really That's quickly from there. Schoolies is four. One, triple, three, five, three. Mm-hmm. Maybe it wasn't officially schoolies, but you yep. had your school leave a week. Yep. Whatever it was, the shenanigans you got up to, we want to hear them. One, triple, three, five, three. We'll go to Townsville first. Hayden, yep. tell us your schoolies story. Yeah, g'day, guys. Uh... First time caller, long time listener. Love your work. Good on you, Hayden. And AB, I was a bit like you, I guess, the conscientious, hardworking type. Thank you. you know, wanted to do well in the in the senior studies there, and uh, I think that sort of had a bit of an impact on my school experience. What'd you do? Three and a half days in the hospital with pneumonia after oh, the come down. No. Hang on. So you worked yourself up into such a illness because you were so stressed that you went to hospital at the end of school. 
Yeah. Oh, look. God, Hayden. It's a bit of a different story to tell, but it's a story to tell. <laughs> Hayden, at least were the days in the lead up, like you obviously partied pretty hard. Was that fun? Oh, totally. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> and I was 18 too at the time, so. Oh, the so you do it properly, kind. not illegally. I mean, yeah, we all did it legally, of course. I still have my original ticket for the indecent exposure from my schoolies all those years ago. Not that did I you pay it off? Of, yeah, I did. How much was it? It was a lot, like 250 bucks. Jeez. Yeah, it was bad. And it's a small pit. Anyway, uh, <sighs> Neil is in town. saw it. <laughs> schoolie stories, what do you got? Cool. Hello. Hello, Neil. Hey, mate, how are you? Sorry. Hey, uh, I'm, I'm just getting ready for fishing. Um, yeah, I, um, I was living, no, I was living in... Wait, wait, wait. I, I want to hear your, your schoolie story. Is getting ready for fishing mean you're doing it tomorrow at the crack of dawn, but you're prepping now? No, 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 okay. I'm doing it right now, oh, okay. getting it ready to happen okay. now. So I was I was a Bundaberg boy, born and bred, and, uh, yeah, and uh, so one of the lads I just recently caught up with is now living in Townsville, Scotty Greaves, and, uh, yeah, yeah, so we seven, yes, thank you, and seven of us went up to Baffle Creek, and um, we went up there because uh, Spoolies was just taken off in, in the Gold Coast, and my old man being an, an old German, he just said, you will not go, and um, <laughs> I said, yeah, righty Dad, we're not going, yeah, great, we're not going, so nice. um, we went up... Yeah, we went to the shack and we had a week's worth of absolute fun. Uh, we're still great mates today. We've oh. gone to the state of origin and everything. Like, we still catch up. And, um, yeah, everyone was behaved. And uh, we caught a heap of mangrove jack and barramundi. And, yeah, it was fantastic. I get, all I can say is um, all our mates that went down to uh, the Gold Coast, mm. they come back with all these stories of being locked up, uh, doing what you did. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, <laughs> and um, yeah, so we were, we were well behaved, young, young men. Neil, so, have you thought of, if you haven't already, recreating that trip with the same boys? Because that would be unbelievable. Oh, yes. Uh, there the, the, the was a family shack, so the, the okay. property got sold. We were only squatting, and uh, we paid 200 bucks a year for this shack. And... Uh, yeah, it got sold, and the people that bought it didn't want us on there, so we we all moved on. So uh, I mean, mate, you you guys are a bit more mature, older now. Hopefully, bigger bank accounts. Rent an Airbnb, <laughs> make a week of it. Oh, look! If, if it happens, we'll yep. have to go back down to Baffle Creek, where my uncle owns a heap of heap of land down there. And and uh, shout out to the Baffle Creek shout Resort, out. my cousin. Yeah, yep. my cousin owns that. So <laughs> yeah, we'd probably go back down there and and re- oh. recreate it and all that. So, Neil, yeah. I, I don't I don't like many people. You sound like the kind of you gentleman sound like the nicest I, I'd actually bloody have a, guy. a beverage with. Have oh, I, mate. Yep. I just want to say I'm yep. a long time listener, oh. first time on here, and I love listening to you guys. I love it. Oh. Very kind, Neil. Have a Call wonderful back anytime. You wonderful legend. weekend fishing and and. Shout out to all the school leavers today, whether you're going on schoolies or not. In all seriousness, if if you didn't maybe do as well as you like, life will work well, out. Well, I mean, listen to Neil. Even mm. just talking, you could tell that he was getting yep. excited with emotion about talking about what a great week he had with his friends. That, yep. at the end of the day, is what yep. it's about. Producer Luke joins us too. In good spirits, despite being tired, the Aussies are through to yet another... Cricket World Cup I can't believe final. Believe it. A month ago, if I told you that they would be in the final, no, would you believe me? I would have poo pooed you. No. Annabelle. We're taking on India Sunday night. They are the absolute favourites outright. India. I still think this is a closer game than most people are predicting. Yeah, 130,000 people as well. Frightening oh. stuff. Now, for people who don't realise, we yep. have a show pet. His yep. name is Wombat. He's a steer. He lives in Serena. He's taken care of by a legend in Adam and his partner. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
he actually did predicted challenges for the NRL and AFL Grand Finals. Yep. At the time, he pained us to have picked Penrith and Collingwood. But as we know, two for two. Those, were t- those were correct. Yep. He's two from two. Can he get three from three by correctly predicting the Cricket World Cup winner? Well, AB and Elliot, we are about to find out. We've set up the live link to oh Serena gosh, to see Wombat. He's got a bucket of feed, one with India, one with Australia. Let's go to Wombat the Oracle. Okay, the buckets of feed have been placed in front. We've got Australia on the right. Right, and India on the left. He's gone straight through. He's sniffing. Oh, Wombat, you asshole! He always goes to the asshole teams. He didn't even look at Australia. Why does he hate his own country oh. and state? How much can we sell this stupid steer for? Straight to the Indian bucket. There wasn't even a question. Didn't even look at it. Is Adam Sabat? No, he's not because he's getting it right every time. And, and what I thought earlier is that, oh, okay, maybe he always likes the bucket that's on our left and he doesn't like the other one. But then I rewatched the other videos from the past and they've been they switched and, and mixed. Also and also coloured bu- buckets. These are both black buckets. <laughs> There's no difference, but he right. like that was the most sure he's ever been. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the betting is saying the same. So well, he's saying that Australia doesn't have a chance in hell yeah. the way he went to that bucket of feed. Oh. He's looking fat, by the way. I don't know if we need to get him on the keto or something similar, but well, he's put if on some kilos. We're going to put him on all these bloody predictor challenges. Yeah. He's going to stack it on for all the right. sake of us. Well, you know, if you're gambling, do it responsibly. Wombat obviously it. says what he says. India to win the Cricket World Cup. If you want to check it out yourself, yeah. at Rush Hour QLD. Can you believe we banned live exports? I would have sent that bloke well, also, right out of here for his disloyalty to his country. Our peanut steer has his own Instagram too. With That's correct. Is worth looking at. Wombat the steer. Yeah. All one word. Ugh. Now, traditionally, governments are made up of a number of ministries or ministers that have various portfolios, you know, foreign affairs, sport, education, tourism and the like. Over in the UK, they have appointed a minister that we haven't ever really heard of before. This this isn't something that traditionally is added to governments. A very, very new concept, that's for sure. Esther McVeigh is taking on the role of so-called minister for common sense, but do we need one? The minister for common sense has been appointed Esther McVeigh over in the UK. Now, from what I can gather, this is a bit of a piss tank ministry. Basically, she's got this, the Conservative Party over in the UK have got this anti-woke agenda is what they call it. And her, basically what she wants to do is try and cancel out any of things that she thinks is unnecessary or over the top or woke and and add commentary to any of those incidents. It makes me think... While maybe we don't necessarily need one of these because we're not as crazy as the UK and the US, Mm. are there some ministries that are lacking in the Australian and Queensland governments, for instance? One triple three five three alternate ministers for Queensland. I've got a suggestion up front, and that is a minister for crocodiles because I think (laughs) they occupy so much time of Queensland government as is that they could actually justifiably be a minister dedicated to just dealing with croc-related stuff. But would they be pro or anti-croc? They have to be balanced. Pro-cull or anti-cull? Because like any minister, you're going to have people on each side. They have to be in the middle. They have to make calls on behalf of crocs. Okay. I think it's justified. Have you got any? Uh, I was thinking the minister for the price of groceries, and this is a really hands-on gig, and this is going through, you know, your Mackay, uh, Woolies and Coles and all them, and right throughout regional Queensland, and you, you walk on through. It's going to have to be state-based. Maybe you're going to have to lot, have a lot mm, of these. I'm mm. thinking on the fly. And they walk through to a Woolies, and they see the price of the snacks is 6 bucks. They take that tag off and put it down to 3 they So just, they've got a sticker gun, and they're just 24-7 yeah, changing yeah, the prices to more affordable. You can't walk out of Coles without spending 100 bucks 
even when you just buy oh, a man. toothbrush now. Everyone so. would be so stoked when that minister came to town. Minister of the price of groceries. My other one, yep. minister for sledging New South Wales. Because let's be real, when our premiers and all of our various ministers try to do it, they're a bit cringe. Yep. If there was a person who was a bit funny, like maybe a comedian, and their full-time job was minister yep. for sledging New South Wales, I'd be there for that. So if it was like uh, Carl, Carl Barron, famous yes. Longreach boy. Maybe yes, that's his Carl role. Barron. And yep. he's just you know making memes and, yep. and funny tweets towards the New South Wales Minister for Sledging, who'll obviously be subpar in comparison. Right, okay, One triple three five three is the phone number. Alternate Ministers for Queensland. You know, there's a role and job for everything these days, so why not create a few Yeah, more? give him a portfolio. All who right. cares? Let's go to Maribra first on one triple three five three. Shane, which ministry will you add? Yeah, I reckon we should have the Ministry of Whack-A-Mole. And what do they do? Well, every time one of these Muppets stick their head up to a press conference, someone knocks it back down with a mallet. <laughs> exactly the kind of creative I mean, thing I wanted. I mean, the, the actual visual of that of someone, and I won't name any names, of maybe a boss of the state, whoever it might be, coming up to do a press conference that's going to annoy most Queenslanders and then someone having the physical cushioned whack-a-mole and bopping them on the head to stop And then them. they have to stop and they have to, like, accept it from that. And they just walk away and don't give the oh, news. gosh. I don't mind that. it. Oh, not bad at all. Harvey Bay now. Ian, I'm on triple three five three. What are you going to add? I'd vote for that last one, definitely. <laughs> Potentially run for it, Ian? Oh, mate, go oh, for sure. <laughs> What's your suggestion, Ian? Oh, I'd say it'd have to be Jamalin for the Minister for Comedy, mate. Jamalin. Oh, yeah. Minister for Comedy might be a nice investment. Whenever we've got the boring press conferences, you just break it up perhaps with him in between. Oh, mate, you can't do any worse than what we've got now. Ian, my concern with Jim Owen, um, very funny guy, very thick accent. If you'd have sent him out to proper regional Queensland, somewhere like Alpha, where we're heading in a week or so with our tiny towns tour, do you worry about the language barrier? <laughs> uh, no, mate, I'm more worried about the geckos that he keeps going on about. I haven't heard that, but I'll, I'll have to check have that out. Have a listen. Minister for Comedy is not bad. Yeah. Plus, it means a local yep. Queensland comedian yeah. can work up and so, then one day get the call from the Queensland government. Congratulations, you yeah. have the highest honour, which is Minister for Comedy. Does it work like this? There's a, uh, an up-and-coming Queensland comedian named Peter James. He's out of Cairns. Shut I think up. He'll be the next superstar. I don't know anything about yeah, comedy. I just him. think he's very funny. Would it work like Palastasia? Palastasia? What's her name? <laughs> Anastasia. <laughs> She comes out, delivers some horrible news, as she quite often does, and then his responsibility is straight after she's done, make a joke and make light of the 12th wave of the C word or whatever true, it might be. True, true. Yeah. Also, another job for the Minister for yeah. Comedy, you know, comedians from overseas and interstate come and yeah. travel to Queensland. Yeah. He has a little listen to them in advance if they're shit. Yeah. No, nah, sorry, you're not welcome. I like that. we or got he, standards here. He does a comedy and the whack-a-mole in one thing. Anyway, <laughs> both very viable options. In summary, yeah. we should be appointed as Minister for Making Ministers. I like that. And we'll have Ian on one side and Shane and Maribor on <laughs> the other. Triple M Rush Hour with AB and Elliot. Oh yeah! Elliot Lovejoy's Top 3. I have some pretty big news. You should probably be sitting for this. Now, I do love a list, especially when they just fall in my lap. This time next week, the Rush Hour's Tiny Town Tour, thanks to RACQ, is heading off on a road trip. Now, this is the three of us in a car together for over a week. Like the three best friends anyone could ever have. Well... Two best friends in, in you two idiots and then me. I am counting Ouch. down today the top three people I'd rather road trip with outside of you peanuts. Oh. And it's not a kind list, and I want you to prepare yourself mentally for this. This is how much I do not want to travel with either one of you. 
Not singling anyone out that's more annoying really than the kind. other. Annabelle. All right. In third spot. Three. And this is for only people who have seen this show. Mrs. Soprano from The Sopranos. Mother-in-law. The, the mother of Tony Soprano, who is top three worst people on this planet. She did die, an off-screen death. So that she should have been on screen. She was a horrible human being. Remember man. I sent you that meme the other day and it was like, you meet a girl, she's the girl of your dreams yep. and then she introduces you to her mum yep. and it's this woman. Mrs. Soprano. <laughs> I've never seen it. Oh, she's horrible. All you need to know is So she, unkind. She's probably the worst TV mum of all time. Okay. Uh, in person. Second spot. Two. The top three people I'd rather road trip with. Obviously these are horrible human beings I'd still... Well, actually, not all human beings. This guy, the most unnecessary TV character to already exist in an already at times annoying cartoon with unnecessary characters. Scooby-Doo goes and brings in Scrappy-Doo. All right, shadow creature, you're dealing with Scrappy-Doo now. Prepare to splat. This guy had an unnecessary Italian mobster accent, sounded like he was about 60, even though he was meant to be the younger nephew of Scooby or whatever he was. The most unnecessary, annoying character we've ever seen seen in the cartoon, in my opinion, and still, I'd rather Scrappy do in the passenger seat than either of you two. Okay. Ouch. In first spot, One. this pains me to do it because I'm going to have to play some audio attached, the most annoying on-screen character of all time. It doesn't matter if you had to go anywhere five minutes with this woman, five hours, five days, five years, you would want to just run in the opposite direction. I would still rather be in a car, mano a mano, with Janice from Friends. Oh, <laughs> my God. God. <laughs> then oh, she's so nice. You, what? She means well. But so do you. You're still annoying as all shit. Anyway. So you're calling her more annoying than Janice? Than Janice, Janice yes. and Scrappy-Doo because and Mrs. Soprano. I feel like all three of those characters, if I said Scrap to them, hey, I need you to shut up. I need two hours of quiet time. They would listen. Unfortunately, you don't have that function. You're like a Chucky doll gone bad. You just you, you turn it off at the sides and it just keeps yapping. Anyway. I'm the Annabelle doll. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> you throw me in the bin and I re-emerge at uh, your house. The rush hours, tiny town tour. You can keep up to date on Instagram. It's all thanks to our friends at RACQ and it kicks off next Thursday. This is Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot.